podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Transfer Podcast on Anfield Index Pro. We're back. You've missed us, haven't you? You've missed all this. You've missed myself and Mr. Dave Davis talking about who Liverpool might buy and who they might sell. And that's exactly what we're going to do this evening, Dave, because it's kicked off in a big way during the week. Um, and Lots and lots to talk about. We're going to have a bigger, wider look at the window incoming, seeing as there's bugger all to talk about left for the season. So I'm looking forward to this chat. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. I've, oh, I've actually missed this as well. So, yeah, very keen and looking forward to getting into it, mate. Superb. Well, what we've done is we've got a very clear structure that you sent to me during the week. Um, and basically, we are still quite away from that summer window. Yeah. But 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 the the topic of who we need to buy and why we need to buy them has been exacerbated by the abject humiliation in Europe by the horribly inconsistent league form by the let's say very controversial uh, leaking briefing call it what you may by certain journalists about certain targets so i I can't i can't think of a more appropriate time dave for us to be having this chat it might seem a little preemptive a little bit premature but it's just all anything it's all anyone wants to talk about now because it really kind of feels like it's all that's left because we all really want this reboot don't we yeah i think i think you're right mate and i'd love to be able to disagree with any of the sentiments there but Absolutely spot on. I think everyone in a way, and I know it's easy to go top four chase and hopeful, but let's be honest, Trev, it's, it's a hope. It's not an expectation by any means. The, there is a large school of thought that people just want to fast forward to the summer and get everything moving transfer wise, don't they? In all honesty, it, it is. And I mean, I was saying this on the, on, on AIP recently. Uh, like there is, there is a very real possibility where y- you see all these teams who you, deeply 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 dislike or 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 are rattled by their presence doing well <laughs> uh, uh but with the potential of doing well i mean the concept of manchester city win, winning the champions league of of united winning the other cups of, of 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 arsenal winning the league i mean this is all horrendous to me i'm i'm not one of these guys who can be blasé about 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 um uh, you know, rivals doing well, especially in Europe. And to see City do it in a year where, honestly, it feels so self-frickin'-inflicted. And that's, mm. I think, going to be at the crux of most of our chat tonight, because we're going to be talking about who we'd like to get in and who we probably wouldn't mind seeing going and who we think actually needs to go if our very special model is going to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh why don't we just get the ball rolling and have a look at the thing that's occupying most people, which is the big story. I mean, not many stories or not many people want to focus on the on the outgoings, even though that's absolutely essential to the task. And yeah. and, 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 and we will definitely we're going to focus our attention on that for sure. But in terms of what needs to be brought in, we'll go defense, midfield, attack. And we said we just sort of pick if not a specific target then an area at least so let's let's begin with defense Dave and what what if anything do you think needs doing there I thought about this and being in in simple terms as simply as I can put it it would be absolutely criminal Trev if a centre-back a noteworthy centre-back doesn't come in have to have to say that I mean 
we, we can talk more about who's got to go, but easy rationale, isn't it? Injuries, performances, basically anything you can mention at all at the moment in regards to our defence, we have to get a centre-back in. And I know everyone's talking about midfield for obvious reasons, which we'll get into, but for me, one centre-back, mandatory. Simple as that. And is that it in terms of defensive recruitment? Because I look around and I look at one or two other positions. I know when it's uh, my roll of the dice here, I won't be leaving it just there because there's at least two other positions in the nominal defence that I think need strengthening too. So where else would you be looking? Oh, so is it danger when you take the penalty first, isn't it? Do you commit either way? Um, Probably... It, it depends, and I know this is a proper politician's answer, I get that, but it depends if anyone wants to leave. It would depend for me, the fullback situation. I know we're going to get to who's moving out. I'd probably, if I was Jurgen Klopp, I'd want to sit down with a certain player especially and have a good chat with him, but that could mean, obviously, depending on what was said, another one comes in, but for now, with the other issues we've got, it's one class centre-back for me, being honest at this stage. Really? OK, OK, right. Well, I, I, I'm, I've got a, a, a broader scattershot sort of approach here by comparison. By the way, are we going, are we going to, to name names in terms of these potential recruits that we would like to see? Or, 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 or do you want to do that at the very end in terms of like who we think is realistic and who we'd like to see? Do you want to do it right at the end or do you want to just focus on positions now? You, 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 you call this here. I tell you what, let's, let's do it at the end. Let's build the suspense out and we'll go to the end of big reveal. <laughs> Right. Well, then I agree with you uh, entirely about the centre half situation and it wouldn't be out of the realms of uh, possibility for us to end up with two, I think, depending depending on outgoings uh, based, as you said, uh, spot on. Availability is, has been the Liverpool issue, not the class of the players that we have, the availability of the players that we have. Uh, and that's an issue in that department. And therefore, I think at least one. I would also think there's a high likelihood of recruitment in the full back area. I think we need one either side. It depends on whether or not um, our Greek scouser stays. If he stays, yeah. fair enough. But he also might be in that saleable asset bracket that we're going to be talking about later on so I, I wouldn't be surprised and Dave this is I know I know I'm being greedy here man but I also think there's a high likelihood that we might see one of our keepers if not both of our keepers who are immediately after Allison uh, on the way out maybe maybe the the, the Spanish idol hang around happy to do so perhaps I don't know uh, he seems to be but I don't think my compatriot will and in that case, I think we'll need a recruit there. And there is at least one name that's been thrown around. So we'll come back to that later on. Yeah. So I'm being a bit greedier than you there, I think. And I, I, I and I don't know if it's realistic, Dave. Honestly, I don't know if this sort of big shake up is realistic, but you know, we'll, we, we can only, we can only talk about the, where we see it going. So yeah. let's move to the, let's move to the, 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 the real money maker here, which is going to be our <laughs> money, money outgoing rather, which is, <laughs> yeah. which is going to be the, uh, the midfield area. Um, if you listen to the vast majority of the podcasts that are getting done by Anfield Index contributors, the vast majority of people seem to think it's multiple recruits that are needed in this area. And it can seem a little bit, I, I understand, I can, I can imagine people listening and hearing people saying we need three or four and thinking, well, A, that's silly or that's greedy or that's not going to happen. I, I can understand that last category. I don't think any of the other ones apply. I think we need multiple ones here. I, I'll, I'll save my number. What are you thinking here in terms of midfield? What do you yeah. think in terms of number and the profile of the, of the player? Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA 
to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I am agreeing with a lot of the sentiments. For me, it's three minimum. And I, I've seen a few sort of suggestions. And I understand the rationale Trevor's in of it's two starters, do you know what I mean? Two top quality, that's enough. I genuinely don't think that. I think you need three. And you're probably right, the profile is so important. I think you need two that can start, at least. Two that you think, do you know what, they're going straight in the first team type of thing. <laughs> Maybe a bit different to other people. I think we need a six, Trev. I really do. I think we need, like, and I won't name my names. People will probably start to guess with this. But I think we need someone who's a, a quality six and can come in. If you look at all the teams in the Premier League who've done well, they've got a quality six. It's that simple. I mean, look at City, got Rodri, you know, shout for the best in Europe, potentially, how important he is to them. Hate talking about them, but down the East Lance Road, why have they been revival? Casemiro, isn't it? Let's be honest. He's been absolutely brilliant for them. So for me, profile-wise... It would be a six. Neither will agree with that, but hey ho. So two two starters, one being a six. One, I don't know what the phrase is, Trev. Maybe like a a young project, if that's the right phrase. Someone that's I want to say a gamble because we don't want to gamble in Liverpool's position. We know that the funds aren't surplus by any means, so I don't want to just call it a gamble, but one that maybe we're not expecting to be a trailblazer straight away. You know, we work into the team, maybe takes a bit of time to settle. We expect that, so to speak. But three for me, definitely a number six in there. And maybe, for want of a better phrase, a project style would be for me. That seems, I think, on the, on the, on the, towards the, the, the realistic side. Um, and I, I want, in my heart to go towards the unrealistic side and talk about potentially four, but I think that's realistic. And and like you, I think we desperately need six because you mentioned teams that have done well with a a world-class six. I mean, uh, the, 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 our Brazilian, was that for us? Mm. He hasn't been of late, uh, but whether he can have a revival or not, whether someone could come in and sort of understudy to him for a while, that's an interesting one. But I do, I'd be greedy for a starter in that position or at least a rival. Um, and that'll come back later on when we're naming names. I think one or two players might need a strong rival for their position and, um, Fab might be one of those. So that's definitely one area I'd agree with you. And, you know, I like this. I like the, the concept. I see where you're going with the idea of the project, the guy who's maybe a, an under 20s international or a highly yeah. promising kid or whatever. I get that. And then maybe, but whatever it is, they need to be in the profile of the attacking eight. And the reason for that, Dave, realistically speaking, is if you look at the current squad, and this is not, I know we're going to, we're going to talk Turkey in terms of individuals later on. But again, look at the midfielders that we have and realistically, Naby, Curtis, uh, Ox, even when they're available, they're not Klopp's cup of tea. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and we've got, you know, Tiago, who again, there's the availability issue. Jordan Henderson increasingly, it's a situation, that's the situation with him as well. We've got Aloney and Arthur Mello, Harvey Elliott, who's not a midfielder, but no doubt Jurgen will continue to think he is. Uh, and Jimbo Miller, and there was a, that was a lovely controversial story in the week about him potentially getting an extension, which yeah. saw saw all sorts of smoke coming out of ears left, right, and centre. But I don't. I, you'd need to be sort of, you'd need to be deliberately disingenuous to think that there's not a whole lot of issues there, either around the availability of those lads, or around the fact that Klopp does not seem to fancy a good little bundle of them, yeah. and to the extent that he's playing an attacker in one of their positions. Uh, so I think two eights and a six, I think all starters is what we might try to go for, because I think there might be some movement the other way, which we'll be talking about later on. Mm. Let's move it to the top end of the park, the business end. And we know there's going to be at least one outgoing from yeah. uh, a, 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 a Red's perspective, very controversial little chat to have later on as to whether there might be more than that. Do you see any recruitment in that area? 
Oh, this this is almost a hesitant no. Being honest, as as it stands right now, sort of you know, colours to the mass job. It is a no right now. However, I think it is right. And again, talking about everything that's going on, I mean, well, it's just you know there is a sadness to Bobby leaving, but it's the right time and all that. That's a separate conversation. There's just one other, and I understand this trap that people are starting to have a few concerns about, understandably for me, based on the stats and what we're seeing. And then on the other side to it, it's almost like, give us a clue. This is now appreciate. But the stories have come out, haven't they, that other clubs may be interested in one of our forwards for a certain amount. So it is a no, but there's this little part of me, Trev, that just would like one of the rumoured clubs to put the money on the table and then Jurgen Klopp and the player could have a discussion, if that makes sense. So it's a no, but it's probably the least convincing no by far. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 looking at the concept of Dar, uh, Cody Gakpo being trained to be the new Bobby, I've never been convinced about that as a thing. Uh, I really just want to see Cody doing Cody things in the wing, whereas, whereas or I've seen him before. But I'm absolutely, what do I know in comparison with somebody like Jurgen Klopp? So if he if he thinks he can make this work, he, is a, he has a track record of, of getting great things out of players. Yeah. So, so I'm happy enough with that, but it does leave us a member down. So there needs to be some recruitment there anyway, I think. Whether that will be back in your um, project category, um, which I think is highly likely if, if, if there's going to be anything, I think it'll be there. Again, depending on whether or not one of the other um, nominal first teamers it does actually go anywhere and yeah that's that's a, that's a, that's an interesting question for later in the show so to sum up then what you're saying is if i'm getting this right you're thinking in defense a center half i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking at least a keeper because i do think there'll be outgoings i'd love to see a full back coming in and i i'm not disrespecting um the we uh, scotsman calvin ramsey it's just he has an opportunity he's too young to just necessarily make that step so i think there uh right back i think we need cover i think in midfield uh, you were saying a 6 an 8 and a, a project in that 8 bracket as well right yeah 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 whereas i'm optimistically hoping for 3 there and one of them being a six and you're saying forwards unlikely depending on outgoings and i'm saying hoping for at least uh you know an exciting prospect uh and again depending on outgoings so i think that's us in the vaguest terms possible talking about the various categories so now we can get specific now we can chat about what it is that we think we're going to have to see in terms of outgoings and this can be personal opinion this can be what you think is likely a combination of both but if we start with defense and i do envisage the potential for a good lot of movement here um what do you think we need to do in terms of moving players out and again dave we're talking here like you know it's a cattle mart and these are these are guys who've these are guys who we've all loved. It's not, I don't think either of us fall into the category of like, yeah, talking about lads like there's some sort of commodities that we, we haven't got tremendous affection for. Mm-hmm. And that's going to come back into it now, especially when we're talking about one specific guy who's going to come into the chat now. Um, because people are currently disillusioned with him. So we are not in the business in this show of throwing toys out of the pram, but we have to be able to talk in a sort of a cold and rational way about what we think needs to happen or what can possibly happen and who are the likelihood people, who are the likely people who could make it happen in terms of having some value to them. So in defense, what do you see in terms of outgoings? Oh, sharpen these butchers knife, Trev, because there is a shopping block about to happen for these lots. So yeah, it's, this is a, it's not a short list for me. So keeper wise, if I start there, Adrian, I think it doesn't make, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of a better word, but it doesn't make any sense to keep him for me. He occupies a, a non-homegrown position. You know, we, what, when does he play Trev? Cups at best? I don't even think he does really. You know, it just seems a, 
almost a, a nicer experience, but we don't need that anymore. So he's the first one. Thank you for your service straight out the door. <laughs> there is a sadness to this. I've got to be honest as I say it a little bit, but I can just see it happening. I don't really see any other course of action. We queeve Kelleher. I think it happens, and I think it happens in a, a nice way, Trevor, and I mean this, that he goes for a decent fee, because, you know, he's a talented lad, you know, I, I, especially the ability with his feet, but not just that, like the penalty shootouts, all the things he's done. And we talked about it, didn't we, in the transfer window just gone as well, January. There is a lot of interest in this lad. I do not think we'll be short of takers by any means. The, the most interesting thing for him will be the price because it seems to be anywhere between sort of 20 up to 30 million but when I hear those figures I just I, I don't see and right for the player I'm saying that in a good way as well right for the player don't really see any other option um <laughs> the final final move because we said it about 8,000 times on the, the podcast maybe not but there's absolutely <laughs> no reason whatsoever well unless he's got like nudes of Klopp there's no reason like Nat Phillips should be at Anfield come the start of the next season and again I'm being honest that's right for him and everyone else so yeah that's a an easy one the centre-back I said we you know we needed one before we definitely do and you're right about ability and availability Matic for me Matip, for me, has to go. And in the sense of it's right for the business, he's done great things. He's been a, you know, whatever anyone says, he's been a brilliant free signing. He absolutely has. He's, you know, he's had some great games. He's had some great seasons. He's he's had his moments, and especially this season, it's been um, been tragic at times, for want of a, a better phrase. It really has. I think if you look at the situation as well, he's non-homegrown. He's got a year left on his contract, and if we're being deadly honest, we, we've managed these types of things so badly when we've even talked about negotiations with 12 months left. And the amount of players that just exit on a free is, is shocking. So for me, it has to be Matip. Maybe, and I mean this, I know you talked about too, and I, I undenied about this. Gomez is maybe saved, not by his performances at all, Trevor. I'm not saying by that at all this season. He's saved for me by the fact he's homegrown, so he can occupy one of those homegrown spots, which is so important, as we know. He can play right back. He can actually be a you know an accomplished right back on his day. You know, better to say it. And at a push, and I'm saying this at a push, left back as well. He has played there before. He's not a starter, he's not a first choice there, but he's an option. So he can fill a few positions. He's homegrown. So that is, I think, what saves him over Matip for me. And then... You mentioned it earlier, yeah, about the, the Greek scouser. He's the one for me. There's got to be a sit down between him and Klopp. There really has to be because he's hardly been used this season. You know, Robbo's been there pretty much the, the majority in a struggling season. There's not really been the rotation that there was the previous campaign that many expected. He's, you know, he's a decent player. His assist record is brilliant. You know, when you look at his stats, his minute to assist record is, is absolutely brilliant, especially for a a cover left back and his delivery from set pieces is superb. It's a danger in itself. He is too good to be a player that spends, I don't know, 10 to 12 games coming off the bench or, you know, maybe the, the smaller clubs, however you want to put it. He, he's too good to be that. So I think there has to be an honest conversation between the two. And if Klopp's not going to offer him more minutes or doesn't see it that way, and understandably, and I mean that understandably, he wants to move away and think, nah, I've, you know, I want to be a first teamer now, which I'd understand at his age. He's coming into that sort of 26, you know, prime category, however you want to put it. If that is the case, and, you know, he's not wanting to stay on the basis it is now, it's smart for me, Trev, to move him on. I don't like keeping players ever that don't want to be there, particularly for whatever reason. So the conversation dependent... I know we're chopping people galore here, but based on that conversation, Simicast, either way. Now, there is a big uh, elephant in the room here, which only appeared in the last couple of weeks. And we'll address said elephant in the room uh, towards the end of the show, because it is another defensive 
maestro that we need to talk about, but it's such a mental one that we'll save it till the end. I think mm. the, you, you in agreement, we'll leave that over. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, with that in mind, then, uh, leaving that to one side, I'm just looking at who we've got and I find myself, I've, I've, I've actually kind of swung back listening to you there because Joel Matip for me might well sort of be past the, the effective uh, era of his of his Liverpool career potentially now I like Joel a lot he's been one of my favorite Reds and he's a he's been fantastic alongside Virgil they really make a great partnership but we could have said that about Joe as well when Virgil was at his very best yeah so I was thinking Joe Gomez is a more saleable asset and he's one of those guys who you wouldn't be surprised to see some uh, some daft club paying a fortune for. So again, in the vein of saleable assets, I'm looking at Joe and I'm looking, like you said, uh, at uh, Costas and I'm thinking, right, those are the guys who we could possibly make some money on. I don't know what you would get for Joel Matip in the current market. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what is he, 32, that kind of age? Um, but the only ones who, for me, are bomb-proof are Andy Robbo and that's only like something mental could happen and Robbo could decide to go to Celtic next year. And that, that's the kind of thing that could happen. I don't think he will. Cause I think he's, he'll have his eyes on, on more prizes with Liverpool. But for me, the only ones who I, I wouldn't think of moving out, out are Andy Robbo, um, uh, Ibu Virgil, uh, and, and, uh, the, the elephant in the room. And then after that, you've got Reese and Nat and Joel, Calvin Ramsey, you couldn't move that kid on because he'd never had an opportunity. Costas and Joe. So uh, if I'm being honest, I, I, Klopp doesn't like too much change. I don't think, I don't think yeah. he's going to, I don't think there's going to be a massive amount of change. So my money would be on one of Joe or Joel, depending on whether we're going for take the money for Joe or take the homegrown value for Joe and sell Joel for, you know, a, a token fee. So. I can see one going there. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, maybe two at a stretch, maybe cost us as well. In midfield, there seems to be the potential day for massive upheaval. Who, who, who are you looking at as, who are you side eyeing as the most likely to leave? And by the way, before we do, you know me, man, I don't keep my nose to the, um, to, to the, to the just breaking news as much as you do. This James Milner, contract extension thing is there anything to that do we know that's a fact or is it a rumor or what was that yeah it's it's a weird one it there's actually all the suggestions are you know doing the normal ai when we start asking around and trying to find info that it is something they've talked about him and jürgen klopp but it's almost gone quiet in recent weeks and interpretable style i'm probably saying that and it'll be breaking in the next 10 minutes don't get me wrong but suggestions are that it's been kind of iced until the end of the season, you know, see where everything is, if that's the right phrase, how it's going. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. It doesn't sound beyond the realms of possibility, put it that way. Right. Well, assuming that he would be one of the ones that you're thinking that could certainly be either, uh, on the way out, thereby freeing up considerable wages, you'd imagine, uh, and and funds. Um, who else do you think might be looking at the exit door there? There's a fair few. This is the ultimate kind of take the lanyards in, deactivate the security passes type of job because there's a there's a fair few need to go for me. I mean, the the obvious ones, the freebies, the running downs, the Naby and Ox, easy decision. You know, they they ship out. Milner, I'm going to be honest, Trev, for me now, looking at everything, I did think about this quite hard. I would pass up that. I really would pass up that renewal personally. And just for the reasons of, if you think about James Milner and how we've tried to use him in recent seasons, and listen, for the for the defence, for anyone lynches me, brilliant servant, attitude, leadership, not debating any of that, and absolutely brilliant servant for the club not debating that for one second however in recent seasons the whole talk of James Milner has been a couple of things it's been that he comes out well comes on sorry to see out games when we need that bit of 
doubt, a bit of experience, a bit of the S Housery, so to speak, on the pitch. That's his job. With the potential to maybe play the odd game here and there, you know, against the, the smaller sides, the, the less big teams, however you want to put it. And also, when needed, cover at right back predominantly. However, Trev, here's what I'm seeing, especially this season. He's coming on in games where we need to create something and make something happen. You know, we're chasing it. And he's coming on for Trent. Now, there's some games where Trent has been, you know, far from his best. I am not pretending that for one second. But who's going to create you something when you need it? Trent or Milner? I think that's an obvious answer. So it worries me the way he's being used. Additionally, the leadership point of view. We keep hearing this leadership group is massive. You know, we've got the Virgil, Robbo, Trent, Allison's in there, Hendo, you know. So a six member, does it make all that difference? I've got my, you know, real questions or fingers I'm almost trying not to point, shall we say, at that. So I just don't feel like the way the club's going at the moment, the transition point, if you want to call it that, that it's right to keep Milner. That is my own honest opinion. So I would be letting him go. And I know there's the argument of reduce wages, all the other things I've said. But for me, you pass up on Milner. And then maybe not controversially, I really, really don't know anymore with fans. It seems such a split. Curtis Jones, for me, is the ultimate cashable asset that I would be happy, Trev, to move on. I'm not debating this for one second. This was a guy who talked at the start of the season about wanting to be a 10 and 10 player. Do you remember 10 goals, 10 assists, you know, have a big impact? Yes, he's had injuries. That's I'm not debating that for one second. But what people seem to be missing for me personally is he's been back for a long period. And to go back to what you said earlier, Jurgen Klopp is not using him. That tells me a lot, especially in the current climate. I mean, for God's sake, Ox is coming on in the burnabout when we need something. You know, Curtis Jones is not being turned to. And sometimes he doesn't even make that squad. I'm also looking, Trev, at the market, as it were. And because you, you, you was right, say, to talk about those types of things. I think a similar player like Morgan Gibbs-White fetched around 40 million quid for Wolves when they sold him to Forest. Now, I'm not saying for one minute that Curtis Jones fetches 40 million quid. I'm not saying that for one second. But for me, he's a cashable asset. He's English, which adds to the price at the same time as well, that you can get decent money for. And there's no real loss to the team that way or the squad. That's just my own personal opinion. So, yeah, those are Naby Ox. Milner, maybe with a sadness, but Curtis Jones, those are the uh, take the lanyards in and move them on for me. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL Roundtable, they're every week after the Premier League match week so make sure you listen to everything we're doing on epl index and follow us there on twitter at epl index thank you bye-bye yeah I, I i can't argue too much the only thing i might say to be a little bit controversial here is that if we are in the sell to buy bracket there will have to be at least one probably two of our big stars who are moved on in order for us to do this refurb. And that's where you could potentially see Fabinho um, going, um, depending on how balls out we go with the recruitment and how, yeah. how ambitious they are being there. But I think I'd take, look, Naby Kate is going. Oxlade-Chamberlain is going. I, I, I don't see how either of them would not, unless... Ox just has zero ambition to play anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Curtis Jones, 
it comes back to ambition for him as well because it just would appear as if none of those three are flavor of the month with the manager and if you can't get a game as you said very rightly in the current circumstances when our midfield is dying on its arse you can't come to the fore in training enough for him to like you whether you're doing it or not whether it's his personal opinion or not i think your 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 um goose is cooked so i i see at least three if not four of that midfield going out i think it'll be wholesale change and yeah. that brings us that brings us to the forwards um and in terms of outgoings there, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a difficult one. I, I undenied with some of this. I mean, we we know the Bobby situation, so so he's going, so that's one out. The Jota one. Jota is the one I was kind of alluding to, I'm sure people guessed. It wasn't the most cryptic of clues either. There's been talk about Jota being in you know of interest to Newcastle especially and a few other clubs. It it's one for me that I'm not looking to move him on, but if you can get say sixty million or so on the table down, you know, an offer from one of those clubs, I think you have to consider it on the basis of and and I you know I really like Jota as a player on his day. He's got a bit of everything you know in the air, you know, in between the the sticks, you, you know. He does have his talent. You know, he's got a, I love his song to start with anyway. So that's one thing. But <laughs> if you can get really good money for Jota, I think this is what we have to put this on the table all the time. Like you're saying, Trev, because we know how our owners operate. You have to have a serious conversation that way. So Jota's in the let's see what develops category, but I'm not, I'm not pushing him. Put it that way. It's just a conversation if we get something of note. And then the one I kind of didn't put, but it kind of annoyed me a little bit the other night for the kid as well, more than anything. I'm struggling to see what the point of bringing we Fabio Carvalho to Anfield was. And I know I was going to say our youth development and everything. Okay. Well, if you're going to develop someone, they need to play games. We know that they need minutes, experience, however you want to put it. The kids getting practically zero bringing him on for a minute in the burnabout is almost a bit embarrassing for him I think more than anything additionally he's not making the match day squad on a regular basis at the same time Trev let's be you know deadly honest for this kid his best position is a number 10 which is you know where we thrived at Fulham behind Mitrovic in a system we do not play you know we do not play that 10 that 4-2-3-1 and I'm not saying that couldn't happen next season but we do not play to that at all. Additionally, if we did, it's great saying that, but I think there's other contenders that are ahead of it. I think Gakpo would be more likely to start there. Someone who comes in, I think, will be more likely to start there. Harvey Elliott, I think, would be more likely to start there. I just don't really see it happening for this kid, and that's not that's not damning on him, because just because you don't make it Liverpool first team doesn't make you a bad player by any means, but... Again, in essence, to Curtis, and I know it sounds like I'm picking on the kids tonight a little bit, but it it strikes me now as I'm looking at it that it was almost a not foolproof investment, but they thought we get this kid for, was it five and a half million? Worst case, if it doesn't work out, if we don't see what we want, we maybe do a loan. And within a year, two years, we're selling him for more than double. That's, that's my honest opinion. So. For the interest of the player, if we if Klopp doesn't believe he's really going to challenge, you know, the, the existing five, as I want to call it, you know, they're senior players. I'm really struggling to see him get game time. And everyone's going to say alone, but but to what end? Is he going to get in there? Struggling to see it still. So if a decent offer comes in, Trev, make that move for everyone. That's my own personal opinion. I think that's fair. And again, it comes back to... Does, does the manager just not fancy him? Um, and, and, and if that's the case, then it's, it's a situation that's going nowhere because he's not going to be able to get a chance to prove himself to the manager if he's not getting the game time. And that's the, the ridiculous situation that quite a few of these lads are in. Um, so I'm looking at that and obviously Bobby is going. Um, and I will, I wouldn't be surprised to see another high profiler going as well again with 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 a view to reinvention uh complete reformatting of the team and then the carvalho question is 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 a thorny one i just worry 
that he has now found himself. That was so weird what you're talking about. That So weird. Like, it's not a gesture of here, you know, have some time in the burn. Yeah. It's it's not it's not an affectionate gesture. Hey, go on out, lad, there and have a run around. Give him five minutes. If you're going to do that. It just it seemed. Oh, it was odd. I, I I can't get my head around what it was, but we definitely know that he's not in favour. That's for sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if he is at least a high profile loan now. With that said, then so we're to go back through. It, I think we reckon uh, in defence there's going to be at least. One keeper, probably two, going out with Pitaluga again, getting promoted, and maybe someone coming in. We'll talk about that in a second. In our last chunk, midfield, we were both saying at least three out, maybe four. Yeah. And in attack, we're saying obviously Bobby and probably a possibly a another high profiler, and maybe Fab Carvalho on alone. We actually we're actually very much in alignment on this category. So now we come to the. Uh, the absolute no-no conversations that, uh, <laughs> that that blow people's brains wide open because we have to talk about what, what the most obvious one is: Do we need a massive influx of money? Given and we keep saying it, given how we operate, like the, 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 nothing's going to change dramatically. All the all the messaging has been done through the through the press through John Henry, you understand there's not going to be any massive change in our approach. Any massive investment will have to come from big sales. With that in mind, would you, Dave Davis, be willing to sell our greatest asset in order to fund that change, our greatest asset being our most saleable player, our recognized world superstar, Mo Salah? Yeah, I just like, there's a bit of me hopes, Trev, when we look back on this, almost back to the future a little bit, playing Martin McFly, that investment comes in and we get this big lump sum and we kind of look back and go, oh, well, this was all irrelevant. But there's always that nagging FSG suspicion that it's not going to be and we are going to have to talk about real cashable assets. You know, who will we sacrifice for want of a better phrase? Now, I saw some crazy things, especially after the um, the penalty miss against Bournemouth. You do not cash in on Mo Salah. Not a chance in hell. And one thing I almost love, the world's gone full 360. Do you remember when Rami, his good old agent, used to post those cryptic tweets that he's doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He used to piss us off thinking, we just shut up, man. Like We want him renewed and all this. Now it's crazy, like the world's gone full 360. As soon as someone links him with a move anywhere, Trev, Rami's right on it, isn't he, with his post, like, where do you all this from? We've not had those discussions, so shots fired everywhere type of thing, which I love. But you do not sacrifice Mo Salah at all. Whatever anyone says, is it his best season? No, not a chance. The man still has... 22 goals and 11 assists, Trev. 22 goals and 11 assists. 33 goal involvement. What have we been talking about as the problem? The fact that quite often he might as well just pick up the flag and put the black T-shirt on and play the assistant linesman because he's too far wide. We've, we've not been getting him in the killer positions that we need him to. He's our most dangerous attacker. He's our best playmaker. It's great saying he brings a lump of money. But if Mo Salah leaves, what the hell have you got to replace all of a sudden? You have got fires everywhere. And Mo Salah quite often covers them up. You know, he is our biggest band-aid, for want of a better phrase. You know, he solves a lot of the issues. He, he hides a lot of them. In simple terms, do you sell Mo Salah? No. Well, I love the way you've um, walked around that issue. Uh, it makes perfect sense to me. And uh, <clears throat> I was one of those people who was pushing back against any potential suggestion of this at all, because all of a sudden then you have demolished <laughs> the, the the team to such a spectacular degree that it's unrecognizable. Mane's gone, Bobby's going, you're in a mo as well. I mean, even that aspect of it. The fact that he has 22 goals and will then likely, with the amount of games that are left, finish the season with 30 goals. How in the name of Christ yeah. can anyone, how can you throw out someone that brilliant? And 
can I just be the first to say that on Raw, on many occasions this season, and for most of the end of last season, I was saying, this guy isn't what he was. And we really need him to be like absolute superstar level if we're going to get these two big trophies over the line. He wasn't. We didn't. I'm not blaming it on Mo. I'm just saying that mm. we would have needed that for that to happen. And it didn't because he wasn't quite at it at the same level. And that's because, let's be honest, the unit behind him is 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 all over the shop. And as a result, his main uh, com- comrade there on that flank is has also been all over the shop. So it's it's a knock on effect, and it's affected Mo too in his form. So for me, that's also a no. And I can I also be controversial, Dave, and say I don't think we'd get a fee that represents what Mo Salah is worth to the team does that make sense yeah it's because of his age because of his yeah right right so the other one and i was referring to it as the elephant in the room and i think this one came about more as a result of a lot of frustration with the lad's level of performance and potentially the way people are reading into what they could see with regard to potential attitudinal issue uh like does he care enough there was some body language that people are becoming instant experts about. And listen, it was there in the performance. It was there in the jogging back towards goal. It was there. It's there for people to see. Uh, it's not, people aren't making this up out of whole cloth. Yeah. There's been a, a dramatic fall off in the terms of what we're getting from Trent Alexander Arnold. But I'll just spin it around this time and start on this one, Dave. For me, this is a generational talent who's having a bad run at the moment and who has single-handedly reinvented what it is to be a right back. I think he's doing it differently than anyone has done it before. Um, There's been some great attacking right backs, but they've also had that sort of very rigid solidity in their defense as well. Trent is a totally new version of that type of player and here's the thing Dave he was going into people's all-time Liverpool 11s only last season and he was doing it three years ago as well so the idea that you just go right he's on a shit run get him out he's he's got a terrible attitude does he does he? he like the whole club currently has a shit attitude if that's your rationale you're going to be bombing half of these lads yeah. out on their arse you, you can't do that and by the way you'd be bombing Jurgen Klopp out on his arse as well because that's, you know, if you're ju- going to judge by current performance levels and shrugging and body language and sc- head scratching and I don't know what the problem is and we're going to have to give our best and we'll we go again and fucking that kind of nonsense. Right. Yeah. Most of the club is 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 is, is out the gap. So for me, I think it would be a madness to sell Trent. Now, that's just me. What do you reckon? I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN Make sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes, and games consoles. Visit LibertyShield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Yeah, it's there's a bit where, I'd, and I can't say I'm in an R in, that would be a lie, but there's a bit of me that's kind of rationalised it, Trev, rightly or wrongly, to I agree with what you said. This is almost where, similar to Klopp in a way, they're, they're burning their credit in the bank a little bit, but they've got substantial credit this season. You know, you've got to, you've got to give them that. You're right what you said. There's been some, for me, especially with Trent, and this is personally, 
some unacceptable things I've seen at times, like you say, the, the jogging back. And I know and I agree with what you're saying. We've seen it from other people. The biggest thing is we know his talent, and that's the frustration with part of it, you know, because talent's nothing without the effort that goes alongside it and the right attitude. And additionally, he is part of this leadership group. You know, we've been told that, so he should be setting standards. Age or not, that's, you know, that's what we're being told. So he has got that against him. On the other side, on the other side, and this is really important, the lad has played without a fully functioning midfielder in front of him most of the season. Yeah, that, that, let's be honest, the midfield's been an absolute shambles. And quite often, you know, we know the nature of the role Salah plays. That's not having a go at him, but he's been the one that's been isolated. And Carragher did that whole segment, didn't he, on it? It's, it, it's difficult for him because of that. I'm not agreeing with what Carragher said necessarily, but there is elements of truth in that. It's still a no for me, Trev, right now. However... He is under a, a watchful eye, should we say, this season. That I am looking for a real upturn next season, naturally, because we hope there'll be a fully functioning midfielder in front of him. Don't get me wrong. But attitude-wise, effort-wise, I'm hoping we just right off this season get to the break. So it's a no for now. And I can understand why some people are saying maybe, because when you talk about assets and, like you said, Salah's age does count against him for pure cash. I think if you said, who would raise the most cash right now? Trent would. For his he age, would. profile, he would. English, yeah. all that type of thing. So I understand why some people <laughs> you know, that is fun things. However, it's a no right now, but he's not the only one. We need to see a real book up next season from him, put it that way. Yeah, agreed completely on all fronts. And... um I'd like to think that we, we we can do our business in a way that doesn't see us cut off our nose despite our face in terms of yeah. how we get rid, rid of, of, of our two biggest attacking threats, Trent yeah. and Mo. That's what they are, if we're being perfectly honest. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping that that's not going to be a thing. But again, we don't duck away from the issues that are being chatted about here. We try to we try to address them now. To double down and sort of go back over what to sum up really what we think is likely in terms of um, incomings then just to finish off the show to get a bit more specific maybe in terms of people that we think might uh, be on their way in. Um, what do you reckon? What, what, what's the profile of player and have you got a couple of names for me that you think uh are either likely or that you like, because who who knows with the Reds? You can't make predictions in the transfer market with the Reds, except to say that we definitely want Jude Bellingham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those. It's keep, keeper wise, and I think I'm in an R in, but I think that I do think there will be a keeper coming because of who goes out. The one that when we've been investigating, we're hearing a lot of talk over Trev is it's a it's weird. It's a German lad, but he classes homegrown. There's a keeper for Hanover called Zeeler, who is known to Klopp. Probably they think he'd be happy to be like a number two, you know, behind Allison. But because of his time in the academy system within England, he'd class as homegrown. So that's one that's really sort of standing out, you know, to fill one of those homegrown spots that are the issue, especially with Adrian moving on. So I've just got a sneaker for, for Zeeler being the keeper that comes in. The centre-back, this is a nightmare, this one, because the name that keeps coming up is Gavardio. You know, that keeps yeah. coming up, and it's understandable why, because almost like he's the Bellingham of the centre-backs, isn't he? Everyone wants him, everyone knows his talent, profile's there, blah, blah, blah. And the easy link to us is, this is a this is a guy, though, different to Jude, and a, and a shame, so to speak. He said, you know, Liverpool's his dream. He said that, he's on record. The biggest problem with this guy is, the release clause, the release clause that's come in, we talked about this on the transfer shows previously. It's massive, Trev. You know, there's not a release clause that suits any of the suitors. It's huge. It's rumoured to be about 110 million euros for a centre-back, which I think puts him out of our price range before anyone you know, says, oh, we can afford that. Even with investment, I'm really, really struggling to see it. So that's what I think you'd like, but... You, 
I rule out personally. Could be wrong. Hope I'm wrong, but that's how I see it. So then the other ones that we're hearing being mentioned are the lad Kim, the one centre-back for Napoli. But again, he's um, one that's, that's liked by a lot of teams. He does have an apparent release clause. And then the other one is, I think it's pronounced Incapi at Leverkusen. So South American lad, he's left-footed as well, one that we've been looking at. And the other one being mentioned is, I think it's pronounced Ndika, but you know I can butcher a good name, can't I? I <laughs> so th- those are the ones. I know that's a, a list, but I think it's important we talk in those terms, Trev, personally. You know, it, it's a list. I think they're all going to have to be fluid, to use a good phrase, for their, for their transfer targets. Midfield, midfield, Trev, it's got to be Jude. I'm in with Jude. I'm ready to get hurt. I'm ready to get broken, cut me, whatever it takes. I want Jude, like many, and I want him bad. And I know, and I even go against my own logic, because if you've got the money for Jude, I've heard the argument of spread it, you know, buy a few, and I get that for the squad. But using that phrase earlier, this kid is generational, Trev. And we do not get our hands on any of these. You know, look at our history. We build them, we develop them, but we don't get our hands on them. This would be a game changer for me. It lifts the whole club and everything around it straight away. It's a, we are back in business. So Jude, it's got to be one for me. Interestingly, it wouldn't be my choice, but the more it comes out and the more and more you hear, and I'll be honest, I'll get it. I've been completely wrong if this does happen. Because if you remember on our transfer shows, I said Mason Mount is going to renew with Chelsea and it's all a bit of a ploy, you know, to, to get higher wages, which isn't completely wrong, but all the suggestions are now that, you know, he's got a new agent, hasn't he, Trevor? And he's looking, he's looking at us specifically. You know, there's even rumours that his dad's been a guest at Anfield. So I'm just getting a sneaker that whatever anyone thinks, Mason Mount is getting closer to Anfield. I'm not saying it's done, but I do get that sneaker. And this is one I would love. I've got nothing on it, Trev. I can't pretend, even when we've been asking around, I've got anything. It's, it's a guess. But the lad at Sporting, the Uruguayan, Ugarte, I think it's pronounced, they're number six. Yeah. 21 yeah. years old, good pal of Darwin, same agent as Darwin. We love a bit of Jorge Mendez's clients, don't we, so to speak? So that would be one for me. However, I'm not getting any suspicion or belief that's going to happen, but it would absolutely get one for me. And then this, this sounds bad because I hate pillaring people before they come in, although if it does happen... I hope I'm completely wrong. I'm not a Matthias Nunes fan, Trev. I've got to be honest. I'm not saying he's not got talent. I'm not saying he's not done well in Portugal. I'm not even saying he's not at a team that's struggling in Wolves. It's just not quite, for whatever reason, positional, whatever, looking like a right move for me. So I have an unfortunate feeling. And then, do you know what? Let me retract that. I have a feeling that's going to happen. I believe, unfortunately, in my opinion, it doesn't scream the best move for me personally for Liverpool. But if it does, I hope those words are rammed down my throat spectacularly in the future. But I have just got a feeling that, yeah, Nunes might be one coming in as well, especially if, you know, if they go down, that trims his price even, doesn't it? The rumours are. So, yeah, there's a lot to happen. I'm undecided on the centre half, but. Jude's got to be one for me. And maybe, do you know what? Maybe it's just pure hope over expectations, but I'm all in for it. Probably Mason Mount I'm leaning towards and then likely Nunes for me. But we'll have to see. And an attacker, do you reckon? I hate this, Trev, because I really don't think so. And there's a little bit of me is going to be sad. But if 60 million plus comes on the table for Diogo... I hope the scouting system, the transfer committee, Jurgen Klopp, whatever it is, blah, 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 are thinking, lads, we've got 60 million to play with on an attacker. I hope they're looking at someone thinking, we can get someone in. And that is just something that could be brewing. I'm not wanting to push Jota out by any means. It might just come to what Jota fancies. Because if you ask me honestly, when they all line up, Trev, there's five senior forwards, let's call it that, he is fifth choice for me right now. Now, there's nothing that says that couldn't change and we get the old Diogo back and this is a defunct conversation. 
But as it stands right now, from what we're seeing, and he, you know, he hasn't scored since last season against City. Remember that two-all game, you know, almost the title decider. Think how long ago that was. Injuries, yes, but it's been a long time. If the money comes on the table for Diogo from Newcastle and the suggestions, I don't think they'll push him, but it's a discussion, which is, I know, the worst politician answer. So let's just file that under a big, long maybe. <laughs> maybe, but in, in if, let's say if, just to, to finish it off here, just say if, do you have your eyes on someone who you think would be a, 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 a very Liverpool-like recruit or someone you'd like to see, maybe perhaps just in that category? Yeah, he's, he's one of them, and I'm thinking about this. If, and I'm not saying this is the person, but if that type of move does happen and Jota departs, I just get the feeling someone like, a, you know, like a Jonathan David, something like that, 21 to 23-year-old, yeah. maybe even younger, one that they're thinking either he gets goals or he's electric, you know, in the Diaz style, something like that, because we, we love those types of attackers, even, you know, even a mentalist like Darwin, something like that, just one of those distinct attackers, but I can't pretend I've got a name and I feel a bit dirty even talking about Jota leaving. So, yeah, that's the best I can give you right now. <laughs> That's fair enough. And you have pretty much gone through most of the big names that are uh, being linked with Liverpool. But just to take it from the back, I heard of a fella... Um, Verbruggen, um, uh, the Anderlecht keeper being yeah. linked with Liverpool as well, a 20 year old guy. Uh, and with the likelihood that you're going to see Cueve being sold to make some money and the likelihood, I think July is when, um, uh, Adrian's contract runs out. So he's gone. I don't see yeah. him being extended. So you're looking at maybe Pitaluga or Harvey Davies being promoted and AN other who's likely to be the immediate number two. So some guy who's been playing first team football, I think. Makes sense that, or the guy you mentioned, the the German kid with the with the history of the of 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 being in England. I'm looking at centre half. A, a weird shout I heard is the kid from Chelsea who was on loan at Brighton called Colwell Levi Colwell. Yeah. Um, apparently he's out injured, quad injury, something like that. But I think he was doing quite well there for them. Might be one to watch. I haven't seen enough of him, so I can't commentate on that. I did also see Liverpool being linked with um, Antonio Silva from Benfica and Goncalo Inacio of yeah. Sporting. Uh, so they're two young Portuguese centre-halves who are potential possibilities. And obviously Guardiola is the name that everyone's mentioned there, but I think that's, as you said, going to be in the Jude category of can we afford this? Now, we go to midfield. If we do get Jude Bellingham in, I think any discussions around Diogo Jota and all that might be moot because if we get in a couple of genuinely... Do you know how many goals we have from midfield this season? It's pathetic. Three goals, I think, right? So if we get in a couple of genuine attacking eights and we get a lad like Ugarte in as well, then I think the forward issues will sort of mind themselves a little bit. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be healthy with Diaz, with Mo, with uh, with Darwin, uh, and with Shota hopefully getting back in form. So that's where I think we can swing it. I don't think I would be thinking to be any real forward recruit unless it's a promising kid. Um, if we get one, let one promising kid go and uh, for on loan and maybe take another promising kid in. So between Harvey Elliott being able to spell in there as well, I think, um, we're looking at maybe a couple of those attacking, um, midfielders. Um, if it is Bellingham, fantastic. Um, more likely, I think, is probably going to be some Nunez type players, uh, maybe a Nugarte uh, uh, to, 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 to mind the shop a little bit more. We've seen Kefren Turan being linked a lot yeah. as well. I uh, look, it's, it, it's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, we, it's the same names doing around the loop. Yeah. But realistically, I think keeper, I think one center half, I'm hoping three midfielders. And I, unless, unless, um, Diogo goes, I don't really care about recruitment up front. If he does go, we need it. If he doesn't go, uh, I think we'll be fine. I think he'll get back on an even keel. I do believe we've come full circle, Dave. I think we've done it, have we? We got this baby over the line? I think, yeah, just about, which probably sets it up quite nicely, mate, because you'll probably blink, or we'll both blink, and it'll be the transfer window in the summer before we know it, won't it, eh? 
Well, exactly. It's it's literally it's literally weeks away, and we consider this, folks, a placeholder. So you can uh, roll this one out and kick us around the shop when we come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to you at the end of the season because you know that from the minute this season is over, we'll be back talking to you about what might happen because that's all anyone will care about. I would be very surprised, Dave, if we're not like right up there in the most listened to show of the summer because what else do people People have to think about on the, on the back of a season, which, you know, barring some sort of incredibly exhilarating run to top four is is going to be the most disappointing season that we've had under Klopp. So um, I think I think we'll be where it's at in terms of talking about the comings and goings. So I look forward to doing that one with you, mate. And um, final word to yourself, Anthony, you want to say before we wrap this one up? The only thing that I think it'll strike to, and we'll have to see what happens with summer, transfers, Trev, a link to investment. That's the one to keep an eye on. If if we don't get that big investment in before the summer window starts, you might have to be talking about those sacrifices and that chopping block more. So let's just hope someone with a big ruck of cash comes in, but let's wait and see. Eh? <laughs> Look at you, you big hopeful, hopeful fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm delighted. It's nice to hear someone actually think it might happen. And uh, for that reason, I'm going to go along with that hopeful, uh, optimistic finish as well. I've been Trev Denny. That was Dave Davis. This is The Transfer Show. We'll be back with you when it's time to do The Transfers. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.